What's up, ladies and gentlemen of the internet? It's another week gone by, and it's another episode of the Media Clash podcast. I'm your host, Wayne, as always, joined by... Paul. Something massive that has come out since we last talked about movies. Um, and kind of shows that it is about what a movie is about that will get people in a pandemic to go to the movie theaters. Like, I do... I've been going to the movies since they really started letting people go back to the movies. I got my vaccinations, and the first movie I saw back in the theaters was... Was it All the Pretty Girls, or... That yeah. Jared Leto yeah. killer movie. Yeah. Um, so that was the first thing I went and saw, and that was back... The HBO Max movie. No, that was... I saw that in... Th- it did come out on HBO Max, but we yeah. went and saw it in the theater. Um, but <clears throat> you know, the box office from week to week had been really struggling until Spider-Man No Way Home I've only comes se- out. <laughs> I've only seen, I've been vaccinated twice. I've got the booster shot and I've only seen the last movie I seen in the theater was Nobody with you. Oh dude, we've been going, we, I, I've seen all kind of movies in the theater because I'm like, if I'm going to go watch a movie, I want to watch it. I think I've only seen two movies in the movie theater and that was Tenet and fucking Nobody. <laughs> I think. I got I got to try to think about that one. But, um, dude, I, like, I don't like go, like, I haven't had an issue. Like, we went to, we go, we go to Clearview, we get our reserved t- seats. We've, she already bought, yeah, she bought our tickets for Batman already. She sent it to me today. Yeah, I was supposed to go see Spider Man Far From Home the same time is y'all i was like two seats over from y'all because that was the only ones left but like i was dealing with a family issue at the time and a lot of really good movies that i wanted to see came out in december yeah but i couldn't i couldn't go see them because i was dealing with some uh more important things and so i mean but it, it goes to show like but the the one of the main reasons why Spider-Man made so much money is because there was nothing really that big came out. No, but it also you had other movies like The Matrix made no money and that was pretty big. And it made no money. Well, because it was on HBO Max for free. I don't think any I don't think that mattered. I I don't think a those movies being on HBO Max did any I think it did matter simply because nobody had faith in that movie. It's like I'm not going to waste my money seeing it. I'll just watch it at home. No, I mean I, it, I will never know what the actual numbers for any of these streaming services are. Yeah. But, like, I mean, I haven't, I still haven't watched Matrix. No want or desire to watch it. The like, first half is good. The second half is awful. The, and you ask anybody that's seen the movie and they'll probably tell you the exact same thing. I mean, I like, the only, there's only one thing. I mean, I have HBO Max. I, I mean, I pay for it. But again, Dune came out on HBO Max, and I'm like, no, fuck that. I'm going to the movie theater to see Dune. I still haven't seen that yet, too. Dune is amazing. I know. Villeneuve got fucking screwed. That movie got, it's got like 10 Oscar nominations, and he did not get Best Director. It got Best Picture, right? Yeah, it's got 10 nominations, and he did not get nominated for Best best Director. I thought most of them would have been like costume and visual effects and stuff like that. I mean, it's got no acting awards, so it's all the other... Oh, you're not going to give Batista? Or... 
I think I honestly I think that movie Jason is Jason Momoa. I think that movie is it's too too much of an ensemble. Like characters in that first movie aren't there long enough to really do anything. There's only one character in that movie the whole time, and it's Chalamet and Timmy Timothy Chalamet. That's his name. Yeah. Okay. He's in like four films last year. Oh yeah, he was in a lot of like he blew like he had a lot of stuff that like I think he did pre-pandemic that all just got pushed back and all came, came out, out at the same, same time. Year. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz he was supposed he did he hosted Saturday Night Live when Dune was originally supposed to come out. Yeah. But he had like all these other things like the fucking uh French Dispatch. British Dis- yeah, French Dispatch he was in Don't Look Up he's in. Yeah. Dune uh and some like he's in a bunch of stuff. And he's just he's that it guy right now. Like he had all these things come out. But I mean like it's there's no there's no roles in Dune that scream acting. Like the what's his face? Um Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac was really good, but the character's not in the movie long enough to really Zendaya demand it. Zendaya is not in the movie until the very end. Because again, this is the movie is the book is being split across two long ass movies, so she's not supposed to show up until Skarsgård. He's really good in it, and he might be in the he'll be in the second one more. So I think that's what it is. Like you have like all the stuff for the first movie is all these all these parts are really small because they're done the way they're supposed to be done in the from the book, not the David Lynch version of the movie. <laughs> Where I think a lot of these characters were given more screen time in the David Lynch version. It's also a funny thing, going back to the book of Boba Fett, how many Dune jokes was made. I mean, it's because Dune, Dune, like, fucking George Lucas took a lot of shit from Dune. He um, did. No, I mean, mainly because of the fucking spice. But, I mean, that's what they're called. Like, he literally calls the drug spice. Like, it's always been spice. It, it's from Dune, basically. Like, you could make the argument that Spice is the same in both universes. Mm. Like, it's just fucking... Technically, they have both have sandworms. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, like you don't know where... Like, again, it, but it's... It's like I saw an article about people complaining about the uh, Luke scene with, uh, with Grogu that's lifted right from Lone Wolf and Cub. Like, no shit, because Jedi are fucking samurai. Which scene? The When Luke's off, tells him you have to pick between the, the armor oh. or the sword. Yeah. Like, that's literally straight from Lone Wolf and Cub. He's, like, telling the ba- like the kid, you can have the ball and go back to being a normal child, or you can learn the way of the sword and come with me. Like, it's literally verbatim. Like, it is, but that's that's what's called an homage. Like, you do things like that as an homage because, again, Star Wars is a samurai western. Like, eventually when I do make a feature-length film, there will be a shot-for-shot recreation of the No Easy Way Out montage from Rocky IV. Like, there are very few things that had inspired me as a filmmaker, and I love that song and that... the, The scene... Between Rocky and Adrian, right before that, and then the montage that perfectly recaps three movies. Well, good luck trying to find snowy mountains in Louisiana. 
No, that's not that one. That's Hearts on Fire. Oh, never mind. No easy way out. I can go film on the West Bank, bro. <clears throat> like, all I need is the tunnel. Because that's the one way he's driving. He leaves He dri- He leaves the house in the Lamborghini. Oh, right. And he's just thinking back to, like, the first three movies. That was after Apollo dies? That's, a, yeah, that's after Apollo dies, and Adrian's okay. telling it, like... He has the press conference and he says he's going to fight Drago and Adrian tells him he can't win. All right, so, I mean, the only montage I know is the fucking mountain yeah, you, montage. That, that's, uh, no, that's not Hearts on Fire. Is that Hearts on Fire or is that... Uh, mm, I know these songs. It's the one... Yeah, it's, it's, it's Hearts on Fire. Yeah, that's the Hearts on Fire training montage when he's in Russia that you're thinking and- of. How the fuck did we go from Spider-Man to Rocky Four montages? Because that's the kind of podcast this is. Right. Either way, Spider-Man, No Way Home. Uh, again, it's it, when you make a movie people want to see, they'll go and see it. Nothing. No one has... Uh, uh, that movie has made over $700 million domestically. Nothing has gotten anywhere near that. The... Shang-Chi didn't get anywhere near that. Black Widow never got anywhere near that. Nothing that came out. Fast 9 didn't get anywhere near that. Fast 9 only made that worldwide. Like, Spider-Man made a billion plus worldwide. The, um... Without China. Oh, yeah. It never released in China, because if it released in China, it'd have made a shit ton more. China's kind of just telling the American film industry, fuck off. They told, um, they finally put the original, they finally let Fight Club into the country. And they finally, um, they didn't redo the ending. Like they, uh, no, they they just cut to a black screen. Yeah. People are so pissed, but it's like, it's closer to the way the book ended. But (laughs) they, uh, they put the original ending back in. Oh, did they? Yeah. Cause it's like I saw the author. He made like a tongue in cheek like comment. He goes, "Yeah, uh, the okay. Chinese government, uh, you know, brought the movie closer to the book anyway by doing that. Because in the book, they don't get away with it. Like they they don't they like they they don't get away with the bombing in the yeah. book. So it kind of ends exactly like the way the Chinese like little cut the black." description is um so all these people got all upset and pissed and it's like the author's just like it it, now it that that's the way i wrote it (laughs) they um so when i wasn't able to see spider-man opening weekend like i was supposed to i knew there was no way i wasn't going to get spoiled so like that night. Oh no, dude! The the what the Thursday, or the win because it opened Thursday. Yeah, that was night, like that night. Fucking Screen Crush had their like Easter egg video up because I guess he got the they saw it early. Dude, there was clips of the fucking movie. I watched. Oh yeah, that was yeah that pissed me off. Like the al- YouTube's algorithm was like throwing up bootleg fucking yeah clips on the fucking homepage. I've seen so many fucking. I, I was just I typed in uh the post credit scene. That's all I wanted to see. Just show me what the post credit scene is. And then I watched the the Venom one. It was on a uh somebody recorded it in a theater. And then I watched the trailer for mm-hmm. 
Doctor Strange 2, which Jesus Christ, that film, like if the rumors are true on who's showing up in that film, it's going to be fucking nuts. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, but they're literally all just supposed to, I think, be glorified cameos, but... Yeah. It's it's mo- mostly one-offs. There's one picture of a certain person that was supposed to play Tony Stark back in the 80s and 90s. Yeah, and then I... I, I like the... Uh, <laughs> I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about that and they are like, they should just do... Like, that world should just be everybody who would have played like these characters from the 90s. So it should be like supposedly they're doing it brad pitt is like captain america should show up like just like these random like who would have made good versions of these characters in the 90s i think 90s brad pitt would have been thor because that's, that's the true time yeah he was he kind had, of he had the long blonde hair that are you no i mean you know the who, the uh so like after far from home like people came out and like toby's like the first mcu movie technically now because he showed up in this. Yeah. Mm-mm. Adventures in babysitting. Oh, well, you had fucking Thor. That's right. Fucking. Uh, I mean, fucking Kingpin played fucking Thor in Adventures in Babysitting. Is that Vincent D'Onofrio? That was Vincent D'Onofrio with luscious golden locks. Huh. All six foot whatever of him. Playing the mechanic. Who I think, I mean I don't remember. And his shirt had Thor's civilian name on it, like his mechanic shirt. Yeah, because he gives the girl the. Because after what he tells the girl, I don't. Yeah. I I have my own. So that was that's technically like I would be like no that's that's the first MCU movie. Um, supposedly there's a leaked picture that I accidentally stumbled upon. Of, I mean I think I saw that picture. It doesn't. You know I don't think it's real. No. But. Because it's clear, like... It will be funny if it is. I mean, I think... I mean, the rumors may be true, but, like, I just think that was... They they want somebody to take over the Robert Downey Jr. role because he ain't coming back? No, I don't that's even think the it's... Wrong, that's the wrong actor to get because he's going to want Robert Downey fucking Jr. money, and he's going to want to rewrite the script, and he's going to want to do all this other stuff because that's who he is. I mean, the Mission that's that's Impossible movies aren't bad, but I'm like... Dude, they're that not movie... The, they're not the best written things, no. Did you see the budget for that fucking film? It's going to be one of the highest budget fucking films. Well, I mean, when you want to go to space your damn self. Dude, do you realize the freaking insurance policy that movie probably has as well? The fucking Top Gun movie that's supposed to come out like three years ago still hasn't come out yet. They they were playing advertisements before the AC, uh, the AFC championship game like two weeks ago. Tom Cruise came out and did his little intro. Mm-hmm talking about the two teams and how their season was and all this other stuff. <clears throat> Meanwhile, they're playing clips of fucking Top Gun Maverick. Dude, I know the uh, I know the both of the Mission Impossibles got pushed like a year apiece. Everything got fucking pushed. All the Disney films got pushed again. No, like I the the Mission Impossible that's done. Oh yeah, got pushed to 2023. Like they're gonna hold that bitch another year. I think there's lawsuits involved because of the COVID shit. Well, yeah, maybe. Anyway, so Spider Man, I went and watched that, and because of the algorithm, like you said with YouTube, all these random clips come up. So I seen the clip of them summering um, Garfield, and mm-hmm. then 
Tobey Maguire's character. They had that whole fucking scene. And then they had the whole scene of um, some of the fight at the uh, the Statue of Liberty. Like, I don't even understand the point of doing that because it's not like you can just create a channel, put something up that you know is going to get thousands, hundreds of thousands, like, even if it got... You're not going to get anything out of it. No, plus it's going to get flagged and... Taken it's down gonna get flagged and taken day. down, but like, yeah. So what? You you got like five hundred thousand views on a clip. You're not gonna make any money off of it unless you have a thousand subs and four thousand hours yeah. of watch time. Because again, like us, we're ninety eight. It keeps going from ninety eight, ninety nine subscribers away from a thousand. But we're like. The watch time is just not. I don't think the watch time is 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 going to be what doesn't happen, yeah. unless we start putting out. Like, I I think I need to put out like some evergreen. I need to just start doing like, equipment reviews for like the shit we use and things like that. Little people will just look for, because mm. I don't think anything that we have, we're at like. 390 something hours for the last 12 months and that's just going to keep going down as the months as the year goes by so like you actually have to do work and shit like I don't know that's why I don't understand these motherfuckers who go and put up clips like that for like the little bump cause it just it makes no sense you're not getting anything out of it but it was quite annoying that because I saw that before we went and saw it. Like I put on fucking YouTube on the smart TV and like the first thing in the fucking recommended I think was Aunt May dies or whatever. And I'm like, God damn it! I didn't even watch it. I just saw the thing and I'm like, Son of a bitch! That was balls to kill her. Like how much of a fucking kick in the balls type of film <clears throat> can you do? I think and it needed I think it needed to happen because again the argument could be made like this Spider-Man like he everything like we didn't we never got to see Uncle Ben. He doesn't never really makes reference to Uncle Ben dying the way he did in other yeah Spider-Man stories. Cuz I don't think they talk about his parents. <clears throat> they don't talk about his parents either. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think May dying is his Uncle Ben. Yes. Like, these three movies were one long-ass origin. Because now you're going to get the Spider-Man that Toby was. The For his three movies. You're going to get the Andrew... Like, Tom Holland is now Spider-Man. Like, he wasn't... Spy, he was Spider-Man, but, I mean, he had, like, Tony's tech. He had yeah. all his friends. He had May now... He's got nothing. He's the he's he's the Toby Maguire after the like halfway through the original. It's um watching the film, it was okay. Sometimes it was a bit too much stuff thrown into one film. I think I'm wondering if there's a lot of cut stuff or like things that they were they trimmed out of the script they didn't well, even film. Supposedly Mysterio was in like there's concept art and stuff like that of Mysterio. Like I, I, I don't. I honestly, I don't think he's dead. Like, because like, technically, well, yeah, if he was dead, then he should have been 
one of the people to come back. But no, it would have brought up Mysterio from a different universe. Yeah. See, and it's also the thing of like, where was Harry Osborn? Because he knew. I mean, here's the thing: it was just. Oh, the, you could have brought back. It's just Venom. What, who they could get. They weren't going to bring. Oh, uh, James Franco. No, because he's kind of yeah. So they yeah. just they they're like, all right, we can get these people from these movies that people recognize. We'll bring them over. Fucking when we see you see the riff, you see Craven, you see Rhino, you see other people in silhouette. Yeah, supposedly so, Craven is going to be that's the next Sony. The Sony's the doing next Craven. Sony one. Yeah, because you got to build up that center of six for no reason because there's no Spider Man in that universe. Yeah, <laughs> so. Um, although Craven wasn't Sinister Six, I mean, at some point he probably was. There have been so many. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, I just, it. I think, honestly, I think the biggest misstep in that was not just completely combining the Sony movies. But we don't know because we don't know how fucking Morphe what what Morbius is. Because you, like, I'm honestly looking forward to that because. I remember the character from a kid, being a, from when I was a kid because I, I was introduced to all the street level Marvel characters in the comics first. The dark, like, the dark, yeah, like dark Werewolf Marvel. by Night, yeah. all Tomb of Dracula, all those. Um, so I want to see that. I honestly do like Jared Leto it's, as an actor and a musician. I have zero faith in that film. He is a great actor, but once again. It's fucking Sony, and Sony Marvel films are horrible. I the, Venom is salvageable. Venom, I is think. Bad. I think it, the second one could have been done better. I completely. The first one was better than it had any right to be. It was too slapsticky. Like that's not fucking Venom. That's not the symbiote. That's their symbiote. version. That's why. Yeah, that's, that's why that's there's the problem. It's their their version, version of Venom. That's why I, I, the 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 I other Venom. That fucking version of Venom. Tom Holland, I mean, uh, fuck Tom. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy, Eddie Brock was a fucking asshole and wanted to kill Spider-Man and um, the symbiont was just using Eddie Brock as a fucking vessel to do that. Well, yeah, it's, it's again, Sony's not gonna, like we, we talked about before, Sony's gonna let Kevin Feige keep doing what he wants to do. Because it makes them money. So there'll be a version of Venom in the MCU. Sony's going to make money off of it. Yeah, it's going to be Tom Hardy. He's going to come back and play Venom again. There's going to be another Tom Hardy version of Eddie Brock that would be, in that universe. That would, I, that's why I'm like, they could have just merged them and I'd have been fine with it. Cause you merge them, you merge them, and maybe it, it changes Tom Hardy's Eddie Brock personality a little bit. But it's still them. It's the fact of, like they said, the symbionts, no matter where they are, they keep... Yeah, they all, they're all connected through a hive mind. And that's yeah. the way it is in the comics, too. Yeah, so... So, technically... He got brought to this universe. He got pulled over because the Venom symbiote knows Peter Parker is Spider-Man. That's why. Not because Eddie knew who he was or that version of Venom had ever met. 
Peter Parker and knew he was Spider-Man. It's because the Venom symbiote, which the symbionts in the comic book were around before, like, let there be light. Oh, you know what the rumor is for the next Spider-Man movie is going to be? Is supposedly like some symbiote king person. Yes, that, because that's that was the, that was a big storyline in the comics within yeah, the last few. And years. it's supposed to have Garfield and, and Maguire also back in it. I, I'll believe that when I see it. My the connection that the only reason that that I believe the guy who is in Love and Thunder, the sword he used is the sword he uses is a symbiote sword. Oh, death. Uh, God, God killer God or whatever killer. his name is. Like the yeah. sword he uses is a sword from the symbiote. King. Like that's yeah, fucking um, that sword is like a. I think I don't know if the sword's a symbiote, but it is kind of like Christian Bale. Yeah, yeah. he like that. That sword comes from is connected to the symbiotes. So that's why I give any creed like, like okay, so maybe they'll do it, but I don't know that McGuire and fucking Garfield Garfield are gonna show up. I do say watching the film, like the only thing that stand out that I liked about it, I like the script was all over the place at times. Um, That's why I think there's a lot that got cut out because yeah. there just seems to be like stuff it's that the, was there. It's that, the whole fact of the Mysterio death trial. It's like Murdoch just shows up. It's like, oh yeah, you're free. I got you off because I'm a really good lawyer, and that's all we're going to talk about it. But everybody hates you still. I mean, they had. I think they had to. Here's the thing. You have to get to the point where up until this point when Myster- the Mysterio thing, like Spider-Man's a hero and Spider-Man was never a universally loved hero in the comics. So oh, you yeah. have to get him to that point where there are people that like him, people that hate him. You know, you got he, you got to bring him back down to that street level. Cause but it's the fact of he committed international an international crime by supposedly allegedly killing uh, Mysterio. And then it's just a throwaway line of like, I got you off of the, I got you off of the murder for the, for Mysterio. How'd you do that? I'm a good lawyer. And that's it. Because it's, is it really important? No, not really. Cause we knew he wasn't going to, but at least, cause ex- again, now what the, I will say what the next Spider-Man needs to explain is just mm. how that, spell affects the world because again well that's what that murdoch got him off of murder charges there should be a paper trail well it's it's the fact of the spell consequences is going to be dr strange too well yeah i mean that and but you still have to because clearly they're not just going to get rid of all of like oh everybody remembers again at the end something is going to happen in multiverse of madness that a introduces the X Men, the Fantastic Four. Like all of that is gonna get set up, one way or another. Like you may not explicitly see the Fantastic Four or the X Men, but it's going to open the door for them showing up. Oh, speaking of which, I just remembered. Um, speaking of Doctor Strange two, supposedly there's gonna be a new trailer, a longer trailer for the Super Bowl Sunday. Because they're starting the list of when, all and the... it comes out when? In May? May? I think. It still will probably be a trailer that doesn't show much. 
You're not going to see anything. I, would you Would you in first show Kang? Kang doesn't show up until Ant-Man. Oh, right. The Ant-Man. Fuck. No, this is going to be... Um, oh, God. What's his name? Oh, then the what if? Mordo? No, because supposedly you've already... Like, the other trailers... Like... That's either Defender Strange or that is Strange Supreme. Like they haven't said who that is yet, though. Because the toy, the toy says Defender Strange, so it's not Strange Supreme. What if Strange? Right? Yeah, it's not What If Strange. Okay. I don't think that may be a that. <clears throat> if they do that, that is something that you don't show ahead of time. Okay. To me, if I'm making that decision. Yeah, we show this other version of Strange, but like the big reveal, the one that comes in and maybe fucking saves everybody's ass is Strange Supreme and the Watcher. Yeah. They they show up at the end to like really cuz I mean, it's you can do that because I mean, technically <clears throat> you can have Michael B Jordan him and fucking Vision is still fighting. In that yeah, that's pocket like, universe. So yeah, the only thing Strange Supreme is really doing, like that's the only thing he's defending. Like, no, he's Ultron. Holding, I'm sorry, he's fighting Ultron. Yeah, him and like yeah, Killmonger and Ultron are like fighting in that like, prison. And technically, he can bring them both back. In yeah. that, in that movie. <clears throat> yep. And they can, they can have the fucking Infinity Stones. <laughs> so I mean, like that, like that's the kind of stuff I'm looking forward to in Doctor Strange that. The one good thing, like, I didn't find, like, the story, I found the story in this, in, in Spider-Man good. Like, yeah, it seems to me like there's some stuff that's jumped over that maybe there was extra scenes. You could have spent at least one paragraph explaining how you got him off of the murder trials. Who knows? You may see that in something else, though. But I do say... Because clearly we got Kingpin and Hawkeye. So you may see, you may see that referenced in Echo. But the problem is that Kingpin technically is not the same Kingpin from the from Neither the is that Netflix. Matt Murdock, though. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, it's, it's just still, the same player. It's still the same. It's the ca- same character in the same actor. It's just the Hawkeye version of Kingpin is more accurate to the comics. Than so, yeah, the-, the MCU version of Kingpin yeah. is more accurate to the comics. He's fucking super... He's, like, superhuman strong. Yeah. Durable. Because to me, like, I'm going to say that wasn't, he didn't even have, like, that arrow stuck in his chest. That wasn't in, that didn't stick in a bulletproof vest or, like, the Netflix Kingpin had, like, clothes made that was, you know, bulletproof and shit. I'm going to say that arrow is stuck in that version of Kingpin's chest. And he's just, like, his muscles are so dense, he's like, whatever. Like, he ripped a door off a car. Yeah. He is not... He's, I'm not going to say he's Captain America strong, but he is definitely... He's not superhuman power. Like, he doesn't, he's not a mutant or nothing. He's just a big guy with a fucking ton of muscles. I mean, like, that's what I'm like. He's not, I don't think he's going to be on, like, Captain America strength level, but he's definitely that way strong. He's stronger than fucking uh, Sam Wilson, Captain America. Well, they said, Vincent D'Onofrio said that that version of Kingpin is a of a weaker 
as in like status wise because of the snap really hurt his yeah he's his, not he's his, not in high, as high a position anymore yeah. yeah and he's trying he's trying to get back to where he once was <clears throat> um, but anyway the um i thought the acting in Spider-Man was very good i thought Holland Tom Holland was great i thought um Dr uh Cumberbatch was great as Doctor Strange. Um, the ending spell thing. Like, all right, Aunt May's dead. Hogan's arrested. No, Happy's out. Well, he got out afterwards. But um, it's like, technically, you could have hurry up and... It wouldn't have taken that long to just put, like, Ned and, and fucking Mary Jane as only they two... No, I think I think what it is is it's just in order to like or Doctor Strange reseal everything you had to like completely completely erase it and then like yeah he I honestly he could probably go back to MJ and Ned and be like no it's me we went and like explain things and it wouldn't break the spell no who knows they may go both of them try and tell them they know it and then when he's not in their presence they forget again. Who knows? That's what I'm saying. That's why the next Spider-Man needs to explain the ramifications of the spell. It's the fact of... For him. not Like, Strange, yes. Multiverse of Madness is going to show... Like, the ramifications of using the reality-altering magic we're going to see. But the reality, the ramifications for Peter Parker himself. Yeah. It's the fact of... When he shows up to the diner and sees Ned, who... I first thought that... Because supposedly the novelization says, like, her description, her action description says, remember, like, comes across as if, like, she's having deja vu, kind of like, do I know you, but... Yeah, you seem like I know you, but but I don't. At first, when Ned first comes in, I thought they were going to hint that them two are dating. Yeah, I did, did too. I thought that was going to be... I thought that was going to be, like, the thing that kind of, like, just... Dug it, but I mean, honestly. So that means the vulture doesn't know exactly now. No, yeah, no one should know. Everyone just knows Spider Man. So it's that scene when he's in a diner and he sees Ned and he sees MJ and stuff like that, and and then he was about to to read his message, and then he sees the cut on her head, and then he realized he real no like I had I can't do this because how much I can't put them through this again if this happens again if people find out who I, who I am and they have to go through all this again and um once again he finds a shitty apartment to move in to. which almost looks identical to the Toby Maguire Toby one. yeah i thought andrew garfield <clears throat> was a standout yeah, because it shows exactly, like, his Spider-Man got shit on. And I, I really did. Like, you can go back and watch my review of Amazing Spider-Man. And, I like, I liked Amazing Spider-Man. I, I never watched the first one. I watched, I had to watch the second one because it was a midnight movie thing. And I had to, I guess, uh, screen the print mm-hmm. for the, uh, no, it was an employee screening. And I had yeah. to I had to stay to, to watch it with them. And, um... I hated the second one. I the second one, so like, the second one, because again, they fall into this like it's fucking. The girlfriend Sony. needs to know, so Gwen needed to know he was Spider Man and like all that kind of stuff. I'm like, it fell into the superhero tropes of like 
you know, the superhero's got to give up his identity to his girlfriend and yada yada. Like, I think that's the stuff that kind of ruined the second one and the fact that, like, we did too much to try and world build all these other characters. Also, did Electro know who he was Peter Parker? So, again, the things that people just don't listen to. Oh, you tell me, like, because he lived, he literally electricity. When they're talking about the last thing they were doing before they got pulled over, uh, Doc's like, I had my hands around Parker's, like, Spider-Man's throat, and then I was here. Yeah. Electro's like, I was in the grid collecting data, and then I was, was, oh, crap, I I was about to die. So he doesn't even realize that he gleamed that information and it brought him over because everybody's like, oh, it's a different version. But when Tom Holland Spider-Man's there and he sees him like forming on the wire and they go, what does he look like? He goes, he's blue. So it was the amazing Spider-Man version of Electro who was blue, but he goes, this energy's different. I like this electric, like I like, cause it was a, he able to, he reformed himself the way he wanted to reform himself. No, but my question is in Amazing Spider-Man 2. No, they do not. He does not know who Peter Parker he, is. Who Peter Parker is. That's why they throw in the line. I was on the grid collecting data. So then you can say he somehow gleamed because, uh, the shadow guy or whatever. Like, people knew in Oscorp who, like, Peter Parker was Spider-Man. Oh, okay. So it was in, clearly it was probably in a file. And Doc Connors knew in and, Spider-Man 1. Yes. Okay. So, that's what I'm saying. Like, there are, like, again, because people don't pay attention. Like, no, they, it explains it. You actually have to pay attention to the movie. They're not going to beat you over that... Why I don't understand like the attention span that the modern movie going audience has where they just have to be beat over the head with something so blatantly obvious. I don't know, maybe it's me. Like I don't in very few movies do I completely 100% lose myself and enjoy when I watch them the first time. Yeah. Like I watch every movie through the eye of an actual critic. Like all these people you see on the internet who like do movie reviews and then have shitty takes or like the angry Joe show where they clearly don't pay attention to what the fuck they're watching, but yet they want to call themselves critics. Dude, I've been doing, I got my, my first press pass to a movie was fucking arm, uh, Dawn of the dead. The Snyder version that was written by James Gunn. The shitty. I still hate that. I don't, I mean, it's not bad. It's not great, but it's not, like, it's really, it's, I think it's written well, but I mean, that's it, James It comes Gunn. to a fucking screeching halt once they make it to the mall. It just becomes so slow. Well, I mean, I, that's, that is Zack Snyder not being able to convey. No, it's, this movie is actual- way too long and we should have cut <clears throat> scenes out. A no, because I mean, it's a zombie it's, baby. It's the, I mean, he did that for shock value. Yeah. But it's the... I don't know how to be as intelligent in my writing or in my directing as Romero. Like, I can't Mm. give this the... Or 
I can't relay a message that I'm trying to convey with this film exactly. about that reflects what's going on in the nation like Romero did. Exactly. So it comes to this just like screeching halt of like, oh, these people found a safe place. So they uh, their let's life goes back to like... Let's have this long-ass montage. Yeah. But I mean, again, so like that was the first movie I ever professionally went in because I, I did... I did reviews for the college paper and the 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 show we had on public access. So, literally, the zombie script I wrote kind of starts exactly like Dawn of the Dead, and I was kind of pissed after I watched it. <laughs> it's, look, look, you know what? I am pissed. I gave up the trademark on Dominion all those years ago because fucking Jurassic World Dominion is a thing. Yeah, I didn't even I didn't even bother watching that trailer. Dude, that trailer looks, it's so amazing. Oh my I I love the Jurassic Like I don't like Jurassic Park two and three. Well three I three I like three better than two because I'm just so pissed that they fucked the second book up. Like the second book is really good and they just fucked it up. But I had no problem with Jurassic World or the second one. This one looks fucking great. I did see a fucking comment on the trailer that's pretty dead on. It's like, 2017, baby Groot. 2019, baby Yoda. 2022, baby Blue. Because, clear, like, Blue, the raptor, has a baby. Oh, God. And this, and... Again, I have no problem. Like, it makes, like... My thing is, how of all, like... All we let loose was the ones in the... That were at, at that sale. Yeah. In the second one. So now we have all of these fucking things all over. Like that I won't explain to me. I didn't watch too. I I hated the first one so much I just skipped. Oh my god. Like I had no problem. Like there was. Shit we're in a fucking Tarasaurus Rex on heels. That you're. That, I can't stand nitpick. Like like they, that's not. To me that's not a nitpick. And I have seen. It, it was just. I a, have seen Teresa run in heels. So. It's the fact of there's so much stuff. It's like, all right, basically, I'm watching you. You're remaking Jurassic Park, the the original. Almost, some of these shots are almost pulled from the original. Well, no, no, but I think because they knew Finding this, Jeeps. they knew this was going to be a trilogy. Finding Jeeps that's been sitting in this fucking uh, garage for what twenty years, bruh, and it works. All they have to do, oh, change the battery. Oh, perfectly works fine now. Bruh, have you never, like, you can go to a junkyard and as long as that gas has not been, like, as long as your shit. That thing was sitting in a fucking jungle. Most of that shit would have been rotted, dry rotted, or corroded. No, the the engine could have still been fine. (laughs) Here's the, like, dude, like, I know cars. I know. The only thing that would have rusted route, really, on that Jeep is the body. But Jeeps are like that Jeep would have been bought and intended for that exact environment. Spare no expense. That Jeep would have been made like to higher specifications than the the Jeep Wrangler down the street that's got like big tires on it that never see mud. Like there's a reason why people like up north and out west, come to the south to get cars, old cars. They are usually, they don't have salt damage from 
the the coast. Because a lot of cars out of California, you'll find salt damage from the coast. Up north, you get rust damage from the ice and snow. People come to the south because, yeah, your paint gets fucked up. Uh, shit like, you know, cosmetically the car will get fucked because of the elements. But you're not going to have shit rust out as easily. Because you'll get surface rust, but it won't eat through shit because... The moist, yes, it's humid, but it's not sitting in moisture like snow because usually snow will sit around shit and that'll fuck your shit up. The gas had to have been fucking. My Corvette went through Katrina, was underneath a, a ho- two stories of water. Yeah, but did it sit for 20 years and never once turned the engine or nothing like that? Never fucking. As long as your gas tank and your line stay sealed, gas has a very long shelf life. Right. <laughs> um, fuck Jurassic Park. <laughs> um, going back to Spider-Man, it's... I thought it was decent, but it didn't blow me away. I, I still think the first one was the best one out of all of them. Like, um, I mean, I think it's 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 just it's a three story culmination. I think. Fuck! I was calling it the wrong movie. It's No Way Home. Yeah, No Way Home. I think I think it's a three story culmination, and then Spider Man Four, whatever they call that, is going to be like, all right, now give me a legit solo Spider Man movie. Yeah, this is the reset. And I mean, this is the end of the origin. Like, he, yeah. the MCU version of Spider-Man just got to be Spider-Man before he learned his ultimate lesson. But what you said is the perfect thing for Aunt, for Aunt May dying. He never had an Uncle Ben moment. Yeah, he never got the Uncle Ben. Like, the Tony, mo- even the Tony thing isn't an Uncle Ben moment for him. No, because he never had a, it wasn't like a one-on-one. Yeah, he was there. Yeah, like, yeah, he, he was had there. Some, he had like a little moment with him, but he was yeah. He had some kind of relationship with Tony, but I mean, he wasn't. He wasn't it, raised by him. Yeah, it was the 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 Aunt May was his uncle Ben, so he ultimately now learns with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah, she had to fucking say the line. Everybody, I mean, it's a it's a line. William Defoe is fucking still great. Yes, like still terrifying no matter what he does. Um, Again, that's why I was hoping this would have been like it would have just merged the universes because yeah. there's still no Oscorp in the MCU. <laughs> um, like that would be what's great if just out of the blue <clears throat> they bring out a de-aged Willem Dafoe in the MCU as a different version of Norman to be... Norman Osborn I still can't, in the MCU. I still can't believe y'all still haven't seen The Lighthouse yet. <clears throat> no, I have not watched The Lighthouse yet. That movie is so fucking amazing. Like, <clears throat> William Dafoe is amazing. Like, how... I think we talked about this on the Oscar shit. How he never got nominated. Oh, yeah. He was pretty He was pretty good on Saturday Night Live the week or so ago, too. But William Dafoe in this was very good. And he actually came out and said that he wants to be in the next Joker film and he wants to play somebody who wants to impersonate the Joker who's obsessed with the Joker and what he's done and stuff that like that. That would be great. 
So he wants to play a version <clears throat> of the Joker himself. That would be awesome. Yeah. He should be... I mean, <clears throat> it sucks that, like... The joke. I mean, the Joker really does need to be about the same age as Batman, but he would like, he would make a great, yeah, a great Joker. Like his facial expressions, even he when doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't when need he the was switching he in between. Need, like, he doesn't need like Heath Ledger had the makeup. Fucking Jack yeah. Nicholson had the makeup to make it the smile. They couldn't do that smile naturally. Fucking Willem Dafoe can do that smile naturally. Yeah, it's. The fact of watching uh, Spider-Man, him switching character from normal, from Norman, Norman the fucking the to, Goblin, to, yeah, to the Goblin, was so good. Of like him, you can see it in his face. You can read it in his face uh, when he makes the change and stuff like that. Alfred Molina was really good as Doc Ock, like his redemption. I mean, that's story. just thing. they'll never, they'll never get, <coughs> they'll never give. Even if the role in a superhero movie is really great, just like I said. Heath Ledger would have never gotten an Oscar nomination or won had he not died. Probably. Like, if he'd have lived that role, he would not have gotten nominated for that. I think he would have gotten nominated he wouldn't have won. I don't know that he'd even got nominated. Because no. Chadwick Boseman didn't get nominated. And I'm sorry, like, that... Oh. Say what you will about Black Panther. Like, people say, oh, it shouldn't... Like, it, A, it should have gotten nominated for Best Picture. Like, I do believe that because there are a lot of things in that movie that are very poignant and meaningful. And I do think just from a transcending performance of a character that, yes, like that that portrayal in that movie introducing that character to the... Like, that is what you nominate someone for. Yeah, but the fact is... Superhero films are never. Yeah, they be don't nominated. get just like I agree with Dan Merle the Horror the Lake House or whatever the girl that was in that. Yeah, should like that. We I saw that movie. That's a pretty. It's a pretty good movie. I mean, it's not. It's not to me. It's not a horror movie. Oh, uh, is that the one with the husband dies and she goes back to the? She finds out that there's like a completely different like. She finds like his because he's an architect and she finds his books. Yeah. And like there's a house that's the mirror version of the house across the lake on an island. Yeah. And like I think the it was leading to a certain direction and then they just went in a completely different direction. I'm like, no, if they'd have went with the direction it felt like it was going in, it would have been better. Cause they go in a supernatural way. Okay. Where they could have gone in a serial killer direction. And they didn't. And I'm like, damn it, it would have been way better if it was the serial killer direction and not the supernatural direction. But she was really good in that movie. And, like, horror movies are never going to get nominated for Oscars. Um, I think Get Out was, like, the one... I don't consider Get Out... Like, honestly, I don't consider Get Out a horror movie. Well, they do. They categorize it more as a horror. To me, Get Out goes from great potential to cheesy sci-fi movie yeah. at the end. They, um... Off the top of my head, I can't really think of any, like, recently any horror films other than, like, Get Out. For, like, Best Picture. Psycho, maybe. 
I'm gonna have to look that up. See what horror films. Yeah, but I mean, so like, <clears throat> I don't think I, Star Wars was wasn't nominated for Best Picture. I don't think, or Empire Strikes Back. Probably uh, not. The um, I do think I I it would be awesome though to have like a a a young like D age Willem Dafoe. Like it sucks that you would have to do that, but I mean D age Willem Dafoe to have him play. They did the it woman. for Alfred Molina. No, but like for being to be like. The MCU version of Norman. Oh, yeah. And fucking Tom Holland, Spider-Man, having to deal with, like, he know he knows it's not the Norman that killed May. But it's the thing is, in this universe, that Norman is not a super genius scientist person. No, he, he doesn't exist. That was the thing. Yeah, they said he doesn't, he doesn't exist. exist. Yeah. So they should just bring in, like, after Multiverse of Madness, when clearly shit's gonna happen... They should bring in a version of Norman as, like, they should bring in Willem Dafoe as as, as a version of Norman. Mm. Bring in, uh, like, he's got, he has one of those midlife crisis babies for a son. Mm. Like, Harry's just, like, a late-in-life kid. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The writing at times, like, when it's... The jokes, I've always liked the jokes in in the Spider-Man films. I I think they always are funny and they they hit, like it makes sense to make those jokes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And that's Peter Parker's character. Yeah, that's he's that's Spider-Man. Not he deals with everything in, with comedy. Not insane version of well, not as insane as fucking Deadpool, but he's just as a comedic yeah uh, comedian as Deadpool is. I can't um, wait for that crossover. Yeah, so I mean, there's a rumor. Supposedly, this is how they bring everything in. Next film. That was, no, what's great is that he sh- Deadpool should be the only person that knows and remembers. Like he literally walks up to Tom Holland Spider Man while he's in costume and goes, "Hey, what's up, Peter?" And walks away, and Peter is just like, "Wait, what?" Um. <laughs> So, once again, out of five. Out of five, I give it... Oh, would you rather ten? No, because, I mean, five, like, I, me and Teresa got into this again because she hates a five-star scale. Uh, the oh, five she's scale. like, Ellis has to be four? Yeah, because yeah. she's like, it's it's uh, it was, it's was known. I'm like, no, because three is middle of the road. Yeah. Like, two and a half is not a middle of the road. A three is a middle of the road. Mm-hmm. So I, I I would give it a four because it seems like again it does seem like there's some stuff cut out of it. Yeah, you're right. I would have liked to see more Matt. I I would have liked to have seen more Matt Murdock, but again, I would also sit through a five hour version of this movie and be perfectly happy. I think that's the difference between me and everybody. Like I can sit down, I can sit down through a five hour version of a movie and be okay. It doesn't I'm like, be like, not like, oh, this is taking forever. Oh, I've done it. Seven Samurais, like. Yeah, Seven Samurais is long. I've sat, I've sat through every, ex- I, the extended versions of Lord of the Rings in movie theaters back to back before Return of the King came on. I didn't do that. I did. All in one shot at the Elmwood 20. Mm. I, like, did. I don't have a problem sitting through really long movies. I did the Cornette trilogy. Mm. 
Yeah, I, I don't like. I don't have a problem sitting through really long movies. I like to me like if a director, if you got a script that calls for a five hour movie, and it makes sense, give me a five hour movie. Yeah. Um, because again, I like long mm-hmm. storytelling. I don't need shit condensed down to me like I'm a two year old. I'll give this. I'll say a three and a half. Only because it's the writing's good at times. I thought the acting was very good. Um, Tobey Maguire s- still looks old. Um, well, he still looks exactly the same, but he was old for the fucking yeah. He was he was not, twenty years he was, ago. Yeah, he was not. He should not have been trying to play high school Peter Parker. But and I think that I'm glad they got they 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 blew right through high school Peter Parker. Yeah, and I love the fact of. I thought the the best part of the writing is the interactions between Garfield and and uh, Dude, Toby. Wh- whoever and like the the writers of that movie just went out of their way to redeem Andrew Garfield. Garfield's yeah. Spider Man. Like the best scene of the whole movie is when he saved MJ. Oh yeah, that was like that was amazing. His, like his we knew it was coming. Yeah, like you saw the the you saw the fall in the trailer, and it's like it's not gonna be Tom Holland that saves her. It's gonna be Garfield. Like it was. It was not even like, I you can't call it foreshadowed. Like you, it was just blatantly obvious when you saw that in the trailer. Like Andrew Garfield, Spider Man is gonna catch her and save her. Yeah, it's the fact of are you okay? And he's like, exactly. He's like, yes. like he just he's he like starts to tear up. Yeah, like, like the yeah, emotion. Yeah, like, and again, he does it with humor because that's what Spider Man yeah. does. Oh, the them waiting at the Statue of Liberty of, and they were talking about like. I went to space and fought aliens. Oh, I fought an alien too. And he's like, oh Garfield's man, like, I, only just, I fought a guy in a, ri- a, ri- a metal yeah. rhino suit. <laughs> like those interaction scenes of, or when they were um, at the fucking high school trying to develop all the stuff mm-hmm. of, of <clears throat> them interacting the, with each the, other. The Toby has organic web shooters that, yeah, well, I could have listened to that whole conversation. Like give me a half hour of them trying to like work that shit out. <laughs> yeah, it's just, um. So yeah, like I I thought all of that was good. I thought the acting was good from everybody. Um. They didn't really do much with fucking Doc Connors at all. I think I mean again. I think some of the characters were just there, and because I mean he wasn't he did the voice, but he, he didn't, didn't come back. See. Yeah, he didn't come back to do the the mocap or anything else. Uh, no. he Church didn't. No, come you back. seen him at the end. That's reused footage, just like him and uh, really Thomas Hayden Church. It's reused footage from the other movies. Oh, I didn't know that. All they did was re-record dialogue. Huh. Um. Yeah, the only like Molina, Defoe, Jamie Fox were the only three that came back and did actual on-set stuff because hmm. that I see it now it's like you need at least you need some villains not just one villain from Amazing Spider-Man and have like three or four villains from Toby Spider-Man you have to kind of like try to even it out a bit mm-hmm. and you got to take the most memorable ones and that's just it like if you're going to do this like you're not going to 
you're like who like where else are you gonna pull? It's either we bring in these people that we know, or you could bring in a, like, or we have to just bring in characters that have never been seen. Yeah, that's what you could have done. You could have brought in at least one or two characters that you've never seen before, but in their universe. They know who Peter Parker is. I think. I mean, that's that's how you can introduce Craven the Hunter. Well, I mean, that's why you got the silhouettes, so the yeah. people who know know. And I think that's kind of where it's, it's that's fact, where the Sony Marvel thing butt heads. It's also, I think if it was up to Feige, he probably would have done that. It, no, it's also the line of what uh, Doctor Strange tells um, Tom Holland is that. He was able to kind of trap, trap it, but some snuck in. Yeah, I mean that's what it, 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 he got and it. It has to be, and if you want people to come see this movie, you have to show the people who who they, they know. know. Yeah. yeah, it's, <clears throat> and again, like I guarantee you, uh, in an MCU movie that like solely MCU movie that did this thing, I think they would have referenced the old movies, even if so. Say if Marvel had got Disney had gotten it back completely, or whatever, I think you would have gotten the same movie. I think you would have gotten other new villains introduced in the movie as well as bringing in the old ones. I think bringing in uh, Connors and and Sandman that was this movie's version of Spider-Man 3's Venom. Like, they were kind of just pushed in because we know them. It's also the fact of... Um, Tobey Maguire showed his identity, unveiled his identity to fucking everybody. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's like... So, not he only... He took his would, mask off in front of the, everybody. Like, not only would the villains have known... Where's MJ? Who? Well, I mean, that's just it. You couldn't bring. Like, it goes to the thing. You couldn't bring down. You couldn't bring all. That's why. So either there's, there's. I guarantee you, there's stuff in the script for both Gwen and MJ. Like that would have been something you brought in Toby's version of M- Kristen Dunst. I mean, she talked about it, and like it would have been yeah, awesome. They got, they it would have been an awesome inter- interaction between them. It's what he told Garfield. It's like we got married. We made it work. Yeah, it, like it can happen. You'll find your MJ one day. I I kind of agree with some people who are like I, like it'd be awesome if you see them, and we might not see like into the Spider Verse like the sequel because it's two parts. They should go to like that version, like and just animate it and say it's Toby's, and you see like them like Kirsten Dunst and Toby Maguire voicing the characters, and they've got the daughter. The Spider oh, Girl, Spider Girl, like yeah. lit that. That's that universe where May Parker is the thing. And also, this movie really shows you how bad off Garfield's version got it, just by them having that dialogue of like, "Oh, I did this. I did this. I have Mary Jane. He has Mary Jane. Is still alive. He hasn't. He never met his Mary Jane. Yeah, he got. He had Gwen, and Gwen died. Yeah. So yeah, technically in the comics, Mary Jane came after Gwen. No, they, um, yeah. Mary Jane was around, but they never started dating. He was dating Gwen Stacy. Yeah. Then Gwen Stacy dies, and then, fuck, am I getting this wrong? I'm pretty sure it's Gwen was around first, and then Mary Jane shows up afterwards. Yeah, because Aunt May says, oh, I set you up with a blind date with yeah. a friend of mine's 
granddaughter or something like that or daughter and it's like you just hit the jackpot tiger yeah yeah um so yeah then i guess to wrap this up we'll do rapid fire of stuff i've seen that you haven't seen and shit you seen i haven't seen yeah um I mean, really, the the biggest things, um, the most, the thing I would say, go out and watch, uh, which you need to go watch, uh, All of Us Are Dead. I'll start that tomorrow. Is a really good show. It's 12 episodes. I kept, I'm like, man, is this, like, it's almost over, and I'm like, holy, it's 12 episodes. I was like, get, about to start episode 10, and I'm like, oh, cool, the last episode. And I look, and I'm like, no, it's like two episodes, like three full episodes left. I'm like, all right. But like... Like I said, we said off air, I'm like, all of us are dead could literally be Resident Evil. It could be, it has some of the same story beats as Resident Evil, or you could literally connect it to the original Resident Evil stuff. Like, I'll let you watch it and you tell me if you figure out how it could be connected to the original. But it's very easily connected to the original. Um, well, at least to a Resident Evil modern set. Okay. Um, quickly, one movie i seen is The French Dispatch, Wes Anderson's new film that I tried to go see a couple times, but just never made it, made it to the theater to go see it. And um, it's not one of his best films, but it's... It's a good watch. It's definitely Wes Anderson. I love the I love the the way he shot the film, the cinematography part of it and the way he set up the shots and the way the shots look on it's like you got to see the movie just for that. Mm-hmm. Um it's broken up into three different segments. It's The French Dispatch is a magazine and each short story is a different section of the magazine. It's like a different article of like one's food and culture. One's art, one's police drama and stuff like that. And the problem is, with all these different short stories, some of them are going to be good, some of them are going to be bad. And unfortunately, one was very good, the rest was kind of eh. But it's very Wes Anderson. It's it's a Wes Anderson film. Mm-hmm. Amazing cast, like an all-star cast, like most of his films. Yeah, um, Definitely check it out, just... Just watch the way he shot certain scenes and stuff like that. The way he set up the scenes, it looks amazing. Um, I watched Reacher on Amazon Prime. Um, I was a huge fan of the first Jack Reacher with Tom Cruise, not knowing nothing about the books. Mm-hmm. And then I found out that Reacher is supposed to be a six foot two or yes. six foot three. He's supposed to be a very like imposing soldier, fucking gorilla. Yeah. looking motherfucker and it's the complete opposite of what Tom Cruise is that's why all the fans of the book was pissed and there's a ton of books too like mm-hmm. there's a yeah he's like he's a he's a prolific character yeah he's 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 a jack he's a jack ryan yes um i want to say there was like 22 books i think mm-hmm. um which i can't wait for season 3 of jack ryan like that that amazon version of the show was pretty good the guy who plays jack reacher um, I don't have his name in front of me, but he was on Blue Mountain State on Spike. Yes. He was the quarterback of the college uh, football team 
that the show was based around. And he jacked, like, he must have put on so much muscle. This dude is like... I mean, a, he's, a, he's a big dude. He was that, like, he was big when he was on Smallville as Aquaman. He's a fucking brick house in his fucking show. He's a... Uh, is he on Titans? He... He's Hawk. Is he not? Titan? I don't watch Titans. Like, I think he's on, I think he's on the HBO, that show Titans on HBO. I think he mm. plays Hawk in Hawk and Dove. Oh. He, um... He reminds me, like, he looks like Brock Sampson from fucking yes. Venture Brothers. Yes, he, he could play a live-action Brock Come to Samson. life. Yes. Easily. You, you give him a fucking wig with curly You give him a curly head. mullet? Yeah. He's fucking Brock Sampson. Um, I think the overall story plot is a bit much at times. But, I mean, that's, it's, from what I understand of the character and the stories, that's the kind of thing. Yeah, he's a wanderer. He yeah. just wanders around the country. He's like the fucking Incredible Hulk. Yeah, that, like, that's around. the kind of shit that he would get up in. That he would get into, like you yeah. know, the Incredible Hulk, the TV show, not the movies or, or nothing like that. Uh, with Bill Lou Ferrigno Hulk. Yeah, Bill ba- uh Bill Bixby. Bixby. And so he just kind of wanders around and solves these fucking mysteries and stuff like that, and the killings. And this is this the first season is based on the first book. It already got renewed for a second season. Um, I thought it was very good. His acting is great. Like, he portrays the character great of what he's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And, but the one problem is, like, sometimes it's just, at times he's, like, a little too superhero-y. Kind of. Yeah. And it's also the the, the big plot of it kind of, being so many episodes, they needed to stretch it out and kind of made it a little. It was a little. Um, fuck, what's the word? Um, it was a little too much. Like the overall, like once you figure out what's the, what's going on in this small town in Georgia, mm. it's a. Uh, um, like how did nobody even pick pick up on this before but um but yeah it's a good show and i watched the tinder swindler documentary that's on netflix oh yeah oh the tinder swindler yeah yeah yeah, tinder swindler yeah the the about the the dude who picks up the girls on yeah now he's bilks money out of them yeah now he's permanently banned on like every fucking dating app now and they just started a gofundme for the three women that's on the show which is kind of fucked up what about all the other people doesn't matter they're the only three that came out and you know yeah. and it's one of those the first girl that they were talking to she was in england she's norwegian who moved to england and for school and stuff like that and she lives in the uk she literally meets a guy on Tinder, ha- goes and has coffee with him at the hotel. Later on, he sends him a message. Hey, I'm flying to Bulgaria. Do you want to come with me? Later on that night. And that's their first date is flying to another country after you just know, barely know. Yeah, like, you know, that's why that's sometimes how, I don't feel sorry for these people. Mike. That's what? how fucking Taken happens. Yeah. <laughs> that's how you get, you're blind, you're good looking, Blonde hair, that, white Yeah, that's woman. how you end up in a sex dungeon. Yes. 
You're going to be hooked up on heroin and being fed to fucking shitty uh, Eastern European fucking guys. Like in Taken. The best friend. Yeah. So, yeah, that was... um. It's just amazing how much this guy got away with of so many people. And he literally served five months in jail and that's it. Because honestly, it's probably what crimes did he actually commit? It, it's, it comes down, they kind of explain it to, he was just low enough crime-wise that Interpol never picked up on it or nothing like that. They had to get him on like... um fake documents like fake passports yeah, it's and like, like you know you can tell somebody whatever you want like it's fraud like they could if it happened here and he was here like you would have probably have to go after him civilly yeah. to get shit back like so he was talking to multiple women and it's like a ponzi scheme that's all it was mm-hmm. like oh i'll pay you back i need your help because he's the heir to some one of the largest diamond mine companies in the world like his dad's worth billions of dollars and they showed a picture of him and his dad and i guess his mom mm-hmm. and it's the like at the second i seen it it was like that is the most photoshopped fucking picture i've ever seen it's blatantly obvious people don't they yeah. they'll believe what they want to believe no it's it's i don't want to sound like a fucking sexist but you meet a guy who's super fucking rich. Well, yeah, they, they, again, you'll just, be, you want you believe yeah, what you want to believe. It's you hit the lottery. Yeah, you mentality. believe what you you yeah. You're not gonna think critically when it's something like you're hearing what you want to hear. And it sucks. Like I feel really bad for the victims because they got no justice in this. Like he's out there. He served five months in Israel because of a uh, fake. He had a warrant out on him because he had fake uh, documents. And stuff like that. So he served five months. And then at the end, they showed he's still living that lifestyle. Apparently, he went back and started doing it again and started making That's money. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's got to be one of those, like, he's not really breaking any laws by getting these women to give him money. No. Because it's borrow. Yeah. it's He's not forcing them to take out the loans to give to him. Yeah. So. It's, a, it's fucking moving it's spinning plates. Yeah, because Bernie Madoff didn't get arrested for... He got arrested for... FCC violation. Like, it wasn't that he was swindling people out of money. It was what he was doing. Yeah. Like, it was securities fraud or something. Something like that. It wasn't the act of actually swindling people. It was something else. See, the thing is, the second girl... I think the one from... Amsterdam, I think. Oh, fuck, I can't remember where she came from. Also very pretty. And blonde. And white. <laughs> um, so clearly he has a type. Yes. And um, so she... They wasn't dating. They just... Like, she was like... Unlike the first girl who immediately rushed in and it's like, hey, we should start dating and blah, blah, blah and all this other stuff. After like a month, he's she's taken out like $20,000, $50,000 loans for this dude. Um, she just wanted to be friends. Like she wasn't rushing into a relationship and they became close, just close friends. And she would travel with him all around the country. I mean, all around Europe and stuff like that. And this dude had this girl with him that was posing as a girlfriend who, which they never really explained who that person was. But apparently now he's still living that lifestyle. He's dating some 
Israel model, supermodel fucking chick. But yeah, but his face is everywhere. And they they were telling all the different aliases and other people that got swindled, but they never showed their faces. It was just like uh, voicemails. I mean, that's that's the, you know, I, t- I tell Teresa all the time, we need to start our own religion. You know, just, just people are dumb, man. You can get yeah. people to give you money for no reason if you make them believe in something hard enough. Um, I'm trying to think of what else I have I've seen. Um, I don't know. I've been working a whole hell of a lot. So I'm trying to think of any movies. Um, I mean, I haven't really been playing any. I haven't played anything new lately either. Well, I, 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 I've been playing the Jurassic World Evolution Two because I love me some dinosaurs. Uh, but I mean, Destiny. I think we will probably do another episode because I really want to talk about uh, the the Xbox, well, Microsoft buying, you know, Activision Blizzard and, and Sony buying Bungie um, and the things that, you know, may come of all of that stuff. I'm not I'm not one of these doom and gloom people uh, like others who are out there screaming about corporate mergers and things like that you know they're buying they're, they're buying IP and people to make things like but you know so yeah I, I want to think I want to sit and talk about that at depth at length because I have uh, some 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 things to say about <laughs> the unsustainability of Microsoft doing these things how long do you let your kid live off of you if they're not making money? Um, also, I'm watching Righteous Gemstones uh, season two. And it's um, season two is almost over. And I like this. Like, season two is so good right now. They actually brought in Memphis Wrestling. <laughs> like, they tie in season two back to 1960s. And uh, Memphis style wrestling. Yeah. Um, and John Candy's John John Candy John Goodman and Danny McBride and all that is very good. Also in this season, especially John Goodman. You no, know, I need to watch. Um, I need to just get me some AMC Plus for a while, like a month, and watch the first half of the last season of The Walking Dead. I think the last half is going to be start airing soon. Um, Superman and Lois is still a great show. Like it's the best CW show that they make of the DC stuff. I guess next week is the finale for Peacemaker, and then we can talk about the whole series of Peacemaker. Yeah, I gotta watch that episode. Um, which is another show that started off slow but got better. Yeah, because I mean the character had to evolve. Like yeah. And only James Gunn would bring in a Nazi character. Like I think that's great. Like the Quite. James Gunn's like, no, I can I can do this. I can I can bring in a, a white supremacy a white supremacist character that was I mean it's it's a, an exploitation character. Basically that's what that character was created for. I mean it's in the fucking comics. Yeah, but I mean that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like you're not gonna get a lot of those exploitation characters yeah. 
getting mainstream exposure. I guess it's the fact of the change of heart, like Bubba Fett, Peacemaker, basically almost died. He was literally almost completely dead, but he survived. And he gets, and he he gets called out by an actual, like, hero. Yeah. Like, Rick Flag called, like... Yeah. Who's, I'm doing the right thing, and you're just following stupid orders from Amanda Waller who's using you. Peacemaker, what a joke. Yeah. And then he dies. And um, that stuck with him. And then getting shot and almost dying afterwards, now he has a complete change of heart. Like, now he's... Mentally, now he has that fucking thing. He can't pull that trigger. And I think the fucking... Um, uh, the fucking sidekick, dude. Vigilante. Vigilante's fucking great. Yeah, I do like the... like. He was... That character was on Arrow... Nothing like that version of the, the nothing like this version of the character. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So I guess I, I mean that's it. We're uh, we, we've been going a, a good way. Um, that's a good episode for this week. Um, yeah, I think uh, we'll we'll do. Uh, I think next time we'll talk some some games and some gaming news. Oh, ghosts! I haven't played any games other than I played five minutes of Ghosts. Recon Extraction, that sci-fi mm-hmm. fucking Ghost Recon Siege, basically, but with aliens, it fucking sucks. I mean, I I played the training, and it the training tutorial missions don't explain anything, and there's just so much shit in that game, and it's just it's not good. Yeah, no, I I redownloaded Division Two and was playing that, and it just it's. It sucks. They they they've added so much. They added so much stuff, but I hate the I hate that part of the season pass shit. Yeah, like you can't go back and play all everything. And timed events. Yeah, it, yeah. like so in the first one you had like first division you had that the the Fei Lao the agent you that helped you that uh comes and gets you in the beginning of the first one. The yeah. fucking helicopter explodes or whatever. The beginning of the first division. Somehow she fucking turned on the division. So you got to hunt her down in the last fucking thing. And I can't fucking get to her because there's parts of the fucking thing. I'm like, I'm not doing that. All the fucking shit required to mm-hmm. fucking. So. Yeah, there's nothing coming out for the Xbox anytime soon. Fucking Witch Queen comes out next week. Oh, Elden Ring comes out. I think next week. Uh, which not. I don't care because I never played Dark Souls or and it's an open world. Like I'm not. Yeah, it's never because there was a exclusive. They were exclusive to Sony, so I never played them, and I don't really care to play them. Like I so- mean, I, yeah, I'm not a fan of like uh, Sekiro. I, I I have it. I just never touched it. Yeah, I'm not. I've, I've never. There's never have jumped out at me to play them. Um. I haven't. I still haven't gotten Ghost of Tsushima. Like I want to, but I'm like I'll wait. I still haven't touched Yakuza, Yakuza four, five, and six. So I might go back and play those because I still haven't touched them yet. Yeah, I think Witch Queen comes out on the twenty second. That'll probably be my next game I buy. Um, I has I want uh, eventually I'll buy Far Cry six. Evil. I haven't bought that yet. Oh, Far Cry six kind of sucks. I got it. I forgot. I do have that, and I was playing it, and it's just one of those. Ubisoft, obviously, this is our message that we're trying to convey. Look at it. Ooh, our writing sucks. 
like trying to be serious and it's it's basically like watchdogs or watchdogs legion and stuff like that it's like i get what you're trying to say but the way you convey it through the game in the writing is not good i'll eventually i'll eventually get it when it goes on enough sale oh better call saul is broken up into two parts of course April is the first part, and I think June or July or something like that's the second part. I think something like that. It's not far apart, but it's it's enough to get nominated for Emmys for twenty twenty two and twenty twenty three. Just slide it in there like that. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, I guess that'll be it for this week, and we'll be back with you next week. And uh, at some point, we're uh, I don't know if we'll do. A top movies, whatever. I think I might. I have a list of like thirty-one. I don't have that movies. many films. I have to go back and really fucking search. Yeah, I, I got. I, I put them on a spreadsheet. I got like a list of thirty-one. I'm gonna break down. Um, my top movies aren't gonna be like the big ones. Like, I think I. I don't have the order, but I know like Pig, Nobody, No Pig. Uh, Riders of Justice. Yeah. Riders of Justice is probably my number one. Yeah, like Pig, Riders of Justice, and like it's not big movies that are in my top five. I know that much. I still haven't seen Pig. I <clears throat> Prisoners of Ghostland is a huge fucking letdown. Speaking of Nicolas Cage, do you know what I had to turn down? What? Being his stand-in for fucking Renfield. Are they filming that here? Yep. Nice. I had to turn down interview with a vampire as well. Yeah, I went to I went to go visit the lawyers in uh the Sydney Torres building. Yeah. And I guess they were doing costume Yeah, they were some sometimes the some of the offices work out of that building. When I was doing It was in the lobby. Yeah. Like as soon as I walk in the lobby and there's like the one, person at a desk. Yeah, there's one person at a desk who takes your temperature and gives you the wristband and all sorts mm-hmm. of stuff. And then right next to that was, um, I guess, the wardrobe person. And I thought I had to like get tested and stuff like that. And he's like, oh, who are you, are you here for the uh, interview with the vampire? And I'm like, no, I'm going to go see the uh, Cindy Torres on the third floor. Oh, okay, you could just go. Yeah, no, they're, 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 they're because they... They the people check in with her or the or whoever's there and then they go off down into the hallway because it had to have been a costume. Well, I know when I was doing uh the Sean Payton movie, oh, which God. is on Netflix. Oh, I have not watched it to God. see if I can see myself. The other movie, football movie, I was in is out too to on video on demand. I'll probably rent that because there's a better chance of me seeing myself in that one. Which one was that? National Champions, the movie. It's about the, the 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 Heisman winner who's like protesting the championship game because he wants the athletes to get paid. Like it's very because they 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 just Straight had from that the headlines. Yeah, it look the I thought it was a comedy when I was doing it because of the guy that's in it that was there the day that I was filming, which is the dude that was in the office and uh, Anchorman. Oh yeah, tall ball guy. Yeah, he's in it. 
But then it turns out it's a fucking serious movie. But I don't think it went to the theaters. I think it was. I didn't hear. Ends up going straight. It went straight VOD. I never. It doesn't heard a look bad. Thing. It doesn't like just like, watch the trailer. It doesn't mm-hmm. look bad. The short guy from Brother Where Art Thou is in it is one of the main characters. Oh, Tim Blake Nelson. Nelson. Yeah. So yeah, I'm in a scene with him, and I don't know who the the black woman is. I don't know what her name was, but her. Okay. At the Hyatt. Um. But yeah, so I had to turn down Interview with a Vampire as a featured fucking, like a victim, one of uh, Lewis's victims. Lewis? The the uh, Brad Pitt's character from the original interview. Oh, okay. One of his victims. Uh, this is a TV show, right? Yes. Who's, so it's going to be filming for a while. No, who's... um What channel is oh. it i think it's netflix netflix yeah oh. i think so okay um and then i had to turn down being a stand-in for nicholas cage as dracula dude fuck that i would have been just to hang out on set with nicholas cage. the like those i mean i if i the more those i get i may be able to swing those because those are all night shoots like both of them the interview yeah. and the renfield is night shoots well, yeah, it's obvious the the Renfield one would probably be. Yeah, but it, so interview all the interview stuff has been been night shoots. I just and then interview like here's the funny thing. So off of the Sean Payton movie, I made more money getting COVID tested than I did actually filming. Oh yeah, because I was doing that movie when Ida hit. So like that that at that time, so the shoot for the final game kept getting pushed back. Interview is giving a hundred dollars per COVID test and three COVID tests are required before you film. That's not bad. So day rate is 120, 150 bucks. Can you take those and just not show up to set and just keep the money? Yeah, but you'll never, they'll, they'll never bring you back. Okay. Like you'll that you're you'll be done. Like you'll be blacklisted on all movies. Yeah, like the casting agency will never. Okay. Oh yeah, I got that friend that apparently works for one of the top casting agencies in New Orleans now. Yeah. So, like, I'm tempted to do it specifically for that because it's like yeah, four hundred and fifty bucks for what will essentially come up to be like a night's work. It's not bad. Um, and then I don't know. I'm assuming maybe that's interview that they're they built that set over at the Lowe's for, because they built that's a whole fucking two blocks of streets. Yeah, and it wraps around. It's like yeah, an L. that's what I'm saying. So I think that I thought maybe it was like for the Will Smith movie. I don't know. I don't know what it's for. It might be interview. I mean, it's got the look. Yeah. So, but no, it actually looks more like Western. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't gotten a good look inside of what it actually looks like. Mm. But yeah, so with all that said, um, that's it for this week's episode. I'm Wayne, that is Paul, and we will talk to you later.